Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to session four of Fallout Frozen Adam, an actual play of the Winter of Adam campaign by Modavius Entertainment. My name is Elates the Game Master, and joining me are some lovely individuals who we'll meet in a moment. In terms of announcements, I don't have any unless you're not aware of the Vampire game on Saturdays and the new Baja game on Sundays, but chances are you're either watching this live and know that, or you're on YouTube and you've seen the VODs for the other shows. So we're just going to get into introductions and get started. So, uh, Saxy Guitar, what do you got going on? Uh, I don't got much going on. I just uh, want more crafting materials so I can build an endless supply of chems and other stuff to sell to the beautiful wasteland. Very nice. Paradoxopus, uh, anything going on with you? Uh, no. Same old, same old. Just uh, <laughs> living life uh, day by day. All right. And then, uh, Yuki, okay. is anything on your end? Hi. You know what? Actually, I think I did forget to, at the very beginning, session one, um, say that the Kate is the raider, which is the survivor origin with the raider gear. Totally forgot to say that. Sorry. Session one info in session <laughs> four. That was session zero. We, we were supposed to tell him that. Yeah. By the way, guys, it's Survivor. Yeah. No, I, I did see someone in, uh, at least in YouTube comments, did leave a uh, question. So hopefully that does answer your question. Ta-da. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do the opening narration and we'll get started. And I believe Muki's, uh, Kate has some form of a, a monologue here. Oh, yes. Um... Yeah, so she just pulls out this, when, as soon as she wakes up, bright and early, pulls out this uh, baseball-themed postcard and reads, um, oh, and actually begins writing a letter to her former Raider gang, and it says, Guys, I made it in! As you can see by the baseball drawing on this postcard, I got into Diamond City. You can tell it's true because the card is blood-free, so I didn't fight someone for it this time. But thanks to all of you who didn't believe in me, I was, I wasn't sure, uh, you know, if it wasn't for you guys kicking me out, I'd have never made it big. I'll make sure to all say hi to you when I'm at the top looking down on everyone. And then a bunch of smiley faces, and then love, Rage and Kate. Very nice. So, to add on to that narration, the players have spent a couple of days in uh, Diamond City after the whole dugout in situation. Uh, no food or drink required for those few days because it's me skipping ahead the narration. But we start a fresh new day. Uh, at this point, it hasn't snowed in a while. The snow drifts have been blown away, at least to some degree. But uh, it's actually a little bit warmer. Uh, of course, you still need cold weather gear, but it is uh, one to two degrees, at least marginally warmer. And yeah, um, <laughs> before we go anywhere, does anybody have any business in Diamond City? Um, I guess since there was a time skip, would you allow me to craft uh, two things, DM? Sure. Uh, I would like to craft using... Uh, actually, I guess it would be technically a couple of things. But right. I'd like to craft uh, the buff-out syringe. Okay. I, uh, because that is a complication four, but because I have a four in science, that ends up being a zero, so I don't need a roll for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would like to craft a buff out for, uh, 
again comes out to a challenge of zero because of my skills mm -hmm. and then craft one thing of fury as well and uh, I would then like to craft one healing salve as well salve, salve yes mm -hmm. yeah um, so it sounds like you're at a difficulty zero for all of that I'm going to leave it up to you whether you want to try for momentum or if you just want to say it happens uh, I'm or AP, to, not momentum. I'm, I guess sense, worst case, complication is just potentially going to make, make it take more time. I can see you, since we're doing a time skip, make it take more materials, though. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think I'm going to go for it. Okay. That is going... I'm going to roll for it. I'm going okay. to... Uh, go with the fury first, so that would be three challenge zero science chest test. Okay. I will make this as quick as I can. Science roll. Science roll. Science roll. Lightning bolt. All right. Lightning I bolt. see three, three, and one. So technically, you're at capped with AP, and you have one floating. Uh, we actually have seven since our fearless talkative yes. master has the perk oh, yes. of leadership or whatever that one is. Well, then you're definitely a cap. You are definitely at seven. So I think I'm going to take my beautiful rolls and leave it as that. Okay. All right. So you craft your chemicals during this downtime. Uh, do you want to sell them or are you going to hang on to them? I am going to hang on to them. Gotcha. For now. And I'm going to try not to let Kate know that I have just made her fury. Yeah, I guess I'm too busy um, drawing on my postcard. Exploring the hold on, hold on. She'd be furious. <laughs> she would be. But Furiously it'd be funnier happy. if I can just go, hey, happy surprise. You're your stuff. <laughs> happy birthday. I don't even know when it is. Yeah, no one knows when it is, but happy birthday. <laughs> it's I... today. It's oh, today is it? Now. Well, no. then I no longer... <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess I'll just give you the fury. All right. Actually, yeah, I'll just give her the fury, and then I am Oh, nice. I didn't even have to use speech. Immediately. No. No. <laughs> Literally, as we... Once you go walk outside, I uh, I turn to you go, Hey, uh, I've, I've been working on some stuff this is probably a little stronger than what you've ever tried before uh i hand her the fury uh syringe it uh, will last twice as long as a regular dose of fury and kate's gonna take in her hands and start sniffling i this is the most beautiful gift anyone's ever given me i recommend using it because i don't know how many more i can craft for now uh, for emergency purposes only. Got it. I apologize. I know you want to take it right now, but we need to you know be a little what? conservative, uh, which is why we should, while we're exploring today, try to hit up like a junk yard so I can maybe find some more useful stuff. <laughs> the anticipation to use it is tantalizing, so thank you very much. Yes. I'm now good DM. I'm going to start marking off all of the stuff I just used. Excellent. 
Uh, Brother Hugh, Raging Kate, any business you all have in Diamond City before we begin? I'm just going to pass off the postcard to some, <laughs> maybe the gate guard and be like, <laughs> mail this, please. Not even looking to see if uh, he takes it and he looks it over and goes, uh, you didn't put a stamp on it. Stamps. I'm just screwing with you. We don't have stamps anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, there's no address on here, though. Where Where is this going? Oh, yeah, this is just going to, I mean, you'll see them. Generally, the really uh, slapstick, dumb raiders in the You're vicinity. going to have to be more specific. You never came up with the name, so uh, just, you know, the ones that are yelling at each other about who stole my chems. and You know what? They're all kind of like that. Just give it to any raider you see, and they'll pass it along. If you've okay. passed ahead on a pole, you've gone too far. Yes. Yeah, do they have when like a, get, yeah? Do they have like a drop box <laughs> that they recommend you leave these things at? It's like a meat bag <laughs> stolen from a super mutant. <laughs> it's been emptied, of course. And the guard just slips it into his pack and goes, "All right, I guess the next time one of us goes out on a scavenging mission, I'll pass it along." Yeah, it's got my name on it. Okay. <laughs> What about Hugh? Yeah, Hugh, anything uh, he, on your Hugh's got nothing. He's he's ready to to travel. Okay. All right, then let's begin in earnest. So, uh, you leave Diamond City probably about nine ten in the morning, and you start heading towards where you think is the nearest junkyard. Supposedly, it's somewhere to the southeast of Diamond City. But after about an hour of walking through the streets and the buildings, you realize that you are hopelessly lost. Uh, maybe it's just because the snow piled up is just a little putting a different spin on the environment, or maybe you took the wrong turns. Either way, you are just kind of looking around at the alleyways and the buildings or the shelves of buildings and realizing you're not exactly sure where you are right now. Sorry, guys, that's my fault. I, uh, I know I'm supposed to be heading the charge here, but I just, I can't, I think I might be lost, guys. I can't see any sun or shadows. I, I have nowhere to look. I, I know these skyscrapers are tall, but like you can still see the sun with the coming through the clouds. I believe uh, that she's too distracted with the uh, gift that you gave her. <laughs> yeah, I can't look up. I can only look down at it. I look if we find this junkyard, I might be able to make you make more. That's fantastic. All right, <laughs> new plan. Just keep going straight. Just straight. Yes, straightforward. Uh, <laughs> I can what? see the river from here. Are we just going straight? Yep. See anything? <laughs> You do know who, these big who am I to argue? She's she's led us so far. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like I said, she she has been into she's been to more places in this bigger area, uh, the busier part of uh, this Boston Commonwealth than probably both of us combined. Plus, you know, Adam and I have a mutual friend, so I I'm pretty sure he'll smile down upon us with his. Glow, glorious glow. Of course, yes. I, there was no doubt in that fashion. 
All right. Full steam ahead. So, uh, no rule required because I know I don't want to gate this from you all, but you do arrive at the outskirts of what looks to be a junkyard. You know, standard metal gates, uh, big piles of rubbish and junk, burned out cars, things of that nature. The only cost is going to be I do need you to not, uh, mark off that you are now uh, hydrated in terms of thirst and you are now, um, well, I guess it's only been an hour or two, so you're not hungry yet or sated as it were but yeah you arrive in a junkyard and you're not seeing any super mutants inside you're not seeing any dogs but if anybody would like to roll me a perception of survival at a difficulty of two you might spot something i guess i can do this roll don't have the best resistances to the diseases but i probably have the best perception Okay. You see the diseases before you get them in your body. Yes, no, I will literally see the tetanus <laughs> before I stick my hand into the thing to get the rare junk out of it. That is correct. Um, cool. I guess I'm going to spend a luck point. One of point. your many luck points? <laughs> yes, I'm going to spend one of my nine luck points hmm, to what use am I gonna luck do? as oh. my perception. <laughs> Uh, then I'm going to roll a perception plus survival. Uh-oh. Did I break it? No, there. I'm going to spend one of our many AP to put us back at the same level <laughs> as the DM. Uh, and then roll for three. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I didn't change the numbers. Um, let's calculate this by hand then, I guess. Yeah, what so, uh, what would your target number have been? I think you have my, three successes there. I think I have exactly three successes because it would have been nine plus three, which is 12. So my target yeah. number would have been 12. So I would have uh, succeeded on all three. Okay, so you actually get that AP back because it was only a difficulty of two. So you are going to find um, that there's movement within the junkyard. And as you carefully, not stealthily, but carefully kind of poke your head Scooby-Doo style mm-hmm. around a pile of junk, you see that there are three Protectrons that are kicking a ball around. So they're kind of in a triangle, and they're just sort of kicking a ball to one another. Serious. Interesting. Do they... It is very odd. There's no, like, red rum written anywhere, Correct. Uh, no, but I have an important question to ask you out of character. Yeah. Uh, is Brother Hugh a football, as in soccer fan? Uh, probably not. Okay. Because I thought about asking the professor this question, but I think Brother Hugh would have learned from the Adam, uh, that angle. So, I'm going to say that they probably have on some soccer football jersey that is tattered and you can't really understand what the marks mean, but... Out of character, it's Liverpool, because it's funny. Well, I'm not very versed in robo-human relations. Perhaps, uh, Professor, you'd like to take the lead on this one? Uh, my hacking training has been many years ago. So, I... Regular communication is probably our best 
try. But I guess I can go say hi. I could just let them go keep doing what they're doing. It looks like they're... Actually, no. DM, does it look like they're enjoying themselves? They're protectrons. They don't have facial expressions. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, are they actually in... Like, are they trying to kick the ball back and forth? Are they slowly stiff standing there kicking to each other? Yes. How do you know that that's not enjoyable? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, the answer is yes. That's true. I guess I don't yeah. know. They wouldn't be doing it otherwise. <laughs> um, Unless they were programmed to specifically yeah. do it and not <laughs> enjoy yeah. it. They hate it. <laughs> Every day is a nightmare. Look, this is man. secretly robo-hell, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> learned anything. Is... I mean, they're on Liverpool, after all. <laughs> <Ha-ha>! <laughs> I have no, no idea. I can't stop that joke. So I am just going to go walk up and say hi, I guess, because why not? Okay. The ball rolls to a stop in front of one of them, and as in unison, all three turn to you, and lead one goes, alert, human detected. Hey. Uh, I just wanted to let you know we're looking around here. We, you're welcome to keep doing what you're doing. Do you have a pass to salvage here? Do I need a pass to salvage here? Yes, you require a pass. Uh, Where would we get a pass? You must defeat us in the most fair and honest way. Is this going to be through soccer? Sorry, football? It's going to be through football? Do you say the word? I think you say the word soccer. Um, I'm going to roll an effect die. I'm going to spend a luck point to say that I actually said uh, football. I'm going to use uh, I'm going to use a spell that I like to use in D and D when my party say things they're not supposed to, called mm-hmm. Gift of Gap with my luck points. Okay, you know what? Hey, if it gets you spending your luck, I ain't gonna complain. <laughs> but yeah, the Protectron so- says yes, this is acceptable. They'll be warned. We have never lost. How many times have you played people? Approximately three times. That's that's more than me. So how do we play this game? You must kick the ball through the goal. Do I see goals? Yeah, I guess now that you kind of look around this area a little bit more, not just kind of like around the corner, you see that there's kind of just like this U-frame of metal that's been stuck into the ground, and presumably that's the goal. There are two of them. Do they both seem in decent condition? I mean, they are literally a (laughs) U-beam of metal just sort of stuck into the ground, a little bit rusted, so... But, like, are they, like, like regulation? Uh, no, they are definitely (laughs) not regulation. Hmm. Hmm. What's the, uh, ads that are around there? Are they, like, tasteful ads, or are they really in-front-of-your-face ads? Uh, there's just junk all around this area. They're, they're so 200 no years old, so you can't really read the details. On oh, that. wait, wait, wait. There is an ad for Subway, because apparently, according to the Art of the Core rulebook, a Subway oh, ad yeah. survives, apparently. <laughs> In the Core rulebook? Interesting. Hmm. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Core rulebook, guys, has a lot of info. Remember to read it all. Uh, <laughs> the, uh... Um, the ball. Yes. Is it, um... <laughs> like a rubber ball or is it something I knew it. I knew you were going to ask what the material was 
It uh, it does appear to be a well-worn soccer ball, but okay, it's it, not it like is... a bowling ball painted like a soccer ball. Oh, well, it looks like a soccer ball. Would you like to inspect the ball? Sure. Okay, roll me a perception, and I guess this is still survival on your part. Okay. Oh, difficulty. Difficulty of two. Ooh. This is a hard ball to That DM is... (laughs) (laughs) Non-Euclidean. It's actually a dodecahedron, clearly. Oh, shit. Um, I'm gonna spend one of our AP to increase. You really need to die. Just you never know. I might have a bomb in it or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks like a soccer ball. It's uh, it's black and white. It's round. Didn't minus. If it looks like a soccer ball and quacks like a soccer ball. I think it's a soccer he's, ball. He's not the most perceptive. <laughs> so I think. <laughs> Sorry, someone in chat said it's a synth. Gosh. <laughs> you never know who's a synth. Mm. Uh... <laughs> Has anybody stared at like a soccer ball in your games this long? <laughs> no, this is a new novel experience for me. I'm loving it. <laughs> I guess this is another one of those situations where I almost spent luck on it too. So apparently, just I, you know, do I have robots playing soccer and it's just gonna spend luck and do I need AP? Do uh, find <laughs> find football players such as yourself. Do I need to? Does the pass need to go to one of you, or does it need to do all of you need to accept the pass? I do not understand the question. Are you asking if you can kick to one another? No, as in the past to scavenge here. Does one of you have to okay it, or does all of you have to okay it? You must have a valid pass. Hmm. Do each one of us need one, or is it a group pass? You must have a valid pass. That's all they're going to tell us. (laughs) It's almost like they're programmed to say only a few things. Uh, I guess that makes sense. That's why I like people. DM, out of curiosity, just, just above table talk. Sure. How much would it be for an old pass to be right under my foot right now? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> All of them. Tell you what, I will say that it will be a two luck spend if you want to spend two luck on it. Okay, I will leave this to the party. Do we want to play soccer? I assume you, t- you two will actually kick ass. <laughs> or do we just want to uh, have the uh, uh, past be... I'm stepping on the past currently. I, I say let's go for it. Okay. Let's, let's have some fun. Okay. Take a risk, and if all else fails, you know, we can find a pass later. <laughs> That's true. I guess if we fail, I could just magically still find a pass if they don't try to kill us because we failed at football. Yeah. Okay, Kate. What, what's your two cents? You want to play soccer? Oh, yeah. Okay, that was above table talk. I did not say that in character. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I will, I guess I won't currently find a pass under my foot. And we will agree to the terms. Very well. We begin immediately. 
And yeah, so the three Protectrons, one of them hangs out in the goal area, one of them hangs out right at the midway point between the two goals, and then one hang out, one hangs out uh, in between the two Protectrons. Um, how do you all arrange yourselves on the field? You, mm. We want to put our two heavy hitters up front, and then I use luck to try to save us if a goal does happen. You're going to be the goalie? Yeah. Unless one of you two want to be goalie. But I think, like I said, I think I think the overall would spend me less luck if you two go kick ass up front and then I just be goalie. And if I need to, spend luck points to save us. <laughs> I think that's going to be lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will be goalie. Hopefully this doesn't rely on agility. It probably will. And yeah, I know. we're all going to fail. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I offered the finding the pass route between us all. Yeah, yeah maybe just... I'll go in the middle. Because I have some agility, so I can kind of roam around. Just to let you know, the role is going to be a uh, athletics and agility on this part. You can do an athletics and strength if you tell me how you're applying strength to this situation, but I think an agility and uh, athletics works here the best. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I will take the middle. Sure. So is this just are we all just rolling right now? Or yeah. Is so how how we play? Well, here's the thing, and this is me testing out soccer rules before I actually write the full homebrew on them. Yeah. Um. So the way it's going to work is you are rolling a contested uh, athletics and agility to get the control of the ball from the middle. So right as the game start, you go kind of at, at the halfway point. Um, if you succeed, you obviously get the ball. If the Protectron succeeds, it gets the ball. Then it's a, another test of agility and athletics to get past the next defender. And then to shoot a goal, that's when strength athletics comes into play again. Okay. Now, of course, if you have an alternate uh, suggestion about how you might be applying a different skill set, I am open to suggestions. But to start, we need to uh, worry about okay. going off sides or anything like that. Um, if you're complications, that's that's probably what's going to oh. happen. Oh. Okay. But yeah. Uh, who's going to try and go after the ball in the middle? That's I'm a goalie, heel. Not heel? me. What? No, I figured you. Oh, I mean, okay, <laughs> okay. You, you probably got better agility than I do. Or just say you're brute forcing it, and you're just. Uh, your yellow card. Slide your tackling. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow, ye- yellow carding your way to victory. <laughs> Might pop the soccer ball if it is a soccer ball. <laughs> That's know. the thing. If it's not a soccer ball, I think <laughs> your strength needs to be the one doing it. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, getting into position. All right, go ahead and roll me a strength or not a strength, an agility and athletics. Difficulty of one opposed. Uh, do you want to spend any AP on this? Let's see. Um, yeah, might as well. Okay, how much you want to spend? One. One? Okay, I will do the same then. And what was the difficulty again? Difficulty of oh, we'll one. See. Okay. But it is oh. opposed, so it's really whoever has the most number of successes. All right, you have one, one success. They have achieved... Oh, they crit. So... Here's what happens. Kate, you go diving in for the ball, and the Protectron uh, actually gets to it first. Like, it's moving fast, and you've never seen a Protectron move this fast <laughs> before. 
In fact, as Chad has pointed out, Protectron moving this fast is unnerving to anyone who's ever seen a robot like this. Um, but the Protectron kicks it past you and keeps going. And I guess now we fall to Brother Hugh. Uh, it's now a, another contested uh, agility and athletics, unless you have another combination here. Uh, so I think that I'm going to do... Um, like a slide tackle okay. uh, for it and try and like get right in his way. Okay. So I'm thinking kind of more of like a strength athletics. Sure. Okay. And do you want to spend any, the difficulty is still one. Do you want to add any AP? Uh, yes, I will. I will spend one. I will do the same. This is also a way to get rid of my AP. I love it. Woo. <laughs> Two successes. All right. Score to beat. What do they roll? <laughs> They rolled a uh, they rolled a one and a two, so that's uh, three successes. So Hugh, you go in diving oh to kick the ball away, and again the Protectron just sort of I forget what it's actually called, but kind of does the the kick around where they kick it to the side, you slide in, then they kick it past you, and they keep running. So now we finally come to the professor, and uh, professor, same thing, difficulty one opposed. So. Have you ever played the Fallout New Vegas mod? Uh, New California. Oh, no, I don't like where this is going. I have not played this mod, no. It opens up in a scene where you're playing football. And it asks you a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. One is, do you tackle? Or do you... Uh, I can't remember the other one is. I think, do you get out of the way? Mm -hmm. And... One of the options you can later state, if your intelligence is high enough, is that you actually used uh, like good angles, and you, you used more like the how can I redirect the own force against it? Okay. I would like to do said same thing and make this an intelligence space check. I'm trying to uh, work smarter to get the ball from him not necessarily harder or faster. Okay. I would, would say that this? this would probably be a... I think because it's timing here that's important. Give me a perception in athletics here. Uh, difficulty of athletics. two opposed. Two opposed. Hmm. And because I find it funny, I'm going to give them... Uh, yeah, just I'll give him one additional die. I'm gonna laugh. They still beat you. Oh, they well, it's perception. My perception's a six, so. And I'm rolling for that. I'm rolling that. I guess. Do I want to spend the AP? Sure. Well, we're getting her. Here, ass handed to. I don't know what you're talking about. Also, yes, to answer chat's question, yes, they are high-stepping waddling with the arms flapping limply behind them because that's just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> um, so I roll three dice, and I roll. Okay, hey. you do get your two successes, but there's a complication. Let's uh -huh, see if uh -huh. they beat it. Uh, I think that's a no. Yeah, they only... Yeah, they also rolled a complication. So here's what's going to happen. You go into use the speed and weight of the Protectron against it. And 
you are able to do so. The Protectron falls to the ground, and the ball keeps rolling but stops right before it passes the goal line. And the complication, since there's two on the field, one opposed and one allied, the first complication is that the ball begins beeping as if it is some form of explosive. The next complication is that the other Protectrons begin shouting like, alert, alert, violation of rules detected. And they bring up their formerly loose arms and their little little lasers in their arms begin to glow. You're going to say him falling to fake this is my fault? That was not a fake. You tackled him. Clear violation of rules. I never said I was going to tackle him. I was giving an example to the DM above table (laughs) of how you can... Meanwhile, he was just slipping on the face of Literally, I'm just distracted while they're doing this. And I'm walking towards them away from the bomb while I'm making this huge scene. Okay, fair enough. Uh, So you're going to say him falling over because I slightly moved the ball out of his way so when he went to go kick it he did a charlie brown is my fault alert your charlie brown example considered highest form of insult (laughs) but it's someone failing at football the charlie brown football is american football it is trash which you would want to see that person (laughs) to fail so why is that an insult you're their, seeing their, someone their play football brighter fail. and brighter. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Here. I'm still walking towards him uh, away from the bomb while I'm making this huge scene. So you you are saying you would rather see someone do good at football, American football. Is that what I'm hearing from you guys right now? Is you would rather watch someone be good at football than be bad at football? Who has the highest initiative? I think it's Kate. It is. <laughs> Actually, No. I'm going to spend a luck point that I go first. Okay. Even better, I'm going to spend a better luck point for a mysterious stranger. Okay, go ahead and uh, I think you have access to a sheet. Go ahead and roll for him. Oh, wait, I don't need to go first, so I'm using the mysterious stranger. So I guess I'll spend the one luck point to have to interject with the mysterious stranger. Uh, your choice. You don't actually have to have him happen now. You can have him happen later. I think now immediately is important, so sure, go ahead and uh, do a roll okay. for him. I will let you, because he always comes into the optimal area. I'll let you decide which one he's hitting. Okay. Uh, yeah, just need to see a roll from him, and we'll go from there. Perfect. Uh, better not be an assault run referee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That, all right. That is interesting. The Mysterious Strangers rolled the complication. Okay. Wow. Uh, roll damage. And okay. uh, I will narrate the, the, what happens. Yeah, I have rolled so bad on Mysterious Stranger rolls. <laughs> well, the good news is, uh, well, okay, it already factored in Vicious. So that's five damage with Piercing 2. So it ignores two armor. So, okay, I think I know what I want to have happen here because I wasn't expecting a complication. So... The mysterious stranger appears behind you where the bomb is, or the ball is, whatever you want to refer to it as, and he kicks it into the fallen protectron, and he shoots the bomb, and the bomb explodes, and it explodes over the protectron. The complication is going to be that the mysterious stranger's pistol 
is damaged in the blast. Mysterious Stranger's fine because he's mysterious, but his weapon, <laughs> you cannot summon the Mysterious Stranger for the next 24 hours. Interesting. He's got, well, you can summon him, but he can't shoot. He's got to repair his gun. Okay. Uh, so I can repair him to, for a, I can summon him for a, like a glass of tea? Sure. If you want to spend the luck for it, I'll allow it. <laughs> he just shows up and judo chops them to the back of the neck. <laughs> also valid. Also very valid. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, let me roll damage here for the bomb. I don't think it's going to not kill the thing, but you never know. Yeah. So when the bomb explodes, it goes off like a mini nuke and quite literally evaporates the protectron. <sighs> and in fact, it's such an explosion that you hear the burst, hear and feel the burst of the wind across you and you turn. And it's quite literally a mini nuke has gone off. Oh no! I'm I am not looking at the explosion. I'm still walking forward, <laughs> ranting about how they would rather have someone be good at football than watch someone be bad at football. And American football, not their style of football. I think it's a very against their programming, and I'm trying to drill that so hard into them. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! All right. Well, well and Q uh, on the other hand is being the Elmo meme, staring at the explosion like. Um. <laughs> Adam's glow. <laughs> yeah, I think now it's Kate's turn. Oh, okay. Um, so where are there's a goalie? Is so the soccer ball has been destroyed. What what happens now? Uh, now you Rank fight em. two protectrons apparently. Oh, okay, they don't care about the winning or losing anymore. Yeah, they they've entered into kill mode. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to go straight for whoever is the closest to anybody. Okay. Can you still get within distance of them? Yes. All right. So, hmm, what should I do? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to hit him with the baseball bat. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's see here. Two successes. You get a moment, uh, an AP back for your troubles. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Nice. Okay. Let's see that 15 damage again. All right. Oh, wait. Piercing. I think... Uh, You're missing some things. I'm missing two. You also rolled your pipe bulk action. Not your, oh, uh, I did. That is why I think... Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit him with it. Um, okay. Let me... Okay. One more well, extra damage. That- that is more. Do you want to spend an AP to reroll three? Sure. Oh is wait, it, isn't it a oh. luck to reroll you know three or is it an AP? Or you could just do I AP might to be roll misremembering. I think it's a. Is it a luck? Is it? AP? It's luck check. to roll. I think I would have had dice. to say before. Maybe AP. AP as one damage. Got it. See, that's that's the pair of running so many two D twenty systems as I get the. Confusion. I know. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to spend a luck? Hmm. I only have three. I, I kind of am worried about maybe there's something more dangerous in our future. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah, I'll do this. Okay. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. All right. So you go up and it looks like uh, you're hitting him in the left leg. So you run up, cock your baseball bat, smash it into <laughs> their smash it in their left a- leg and it's kind of like one of those cartoon situations where your bat hits and then the vibration goes up through your arms to your entire body. You don't think you've done any damage to the Protectron. Oh. Dang, these things are hardy. 
But yeah, anything else you'd like to do during your turn? Hmm. I mean, I think that was it, just running up and hitting them. So okay. I'm all out of... I'm exhausted. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Uh, Hugh and Professor, what are your initiatives? Mine's 10. No. Okay. JK. Yes, mine's 10. Mine's 8. Okay. So since the player just went, I'm going to let the Protectron go, and then we'll go to the Professor, then we'll do the other Protectron, then we'll do Hugh. So the Protectron you just hit, Kate, is going to go alert, further roughing, disengaging, play mode, engaging, kill mode. And uh, they are going to be attempting to smack you with their claws. Uh, your defense is a one, I presume? Yes. Uh, they have achieved one success, which means they're going to roll damage. Oh, my lord. Holy. Okay. Do you have any resistance on your right leg? Right leg. I have one. Okay, that's good. Because you were going to take an injury if not. So you're going to take four damage to your HP here. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a good thing you had that resistance because that would have definitely been an injury. Yeah. No, I got um, a heavy coat on. I start off with the harness, which was literally useless. But <laughs> it's okay, guys. I got this heavy coat on. And uh, that's pretty much it but the harness. So I hope to find other armor because I feel like some sort of creep wearing just this. <laughs> and yeah, harness. it's it's definitely one of those things where the the grabby claws of the of the protectron is it's it's comical the way it swings and you know hits you with it. So to everybody else, it's funny, but for you who's actually getting hit, not so funny. Um, but that's gonna be little. that's gonna be the protectron's number one's turn. We now go to the professor. Okay, uh, am I currently within? Uh, melee range of uh, Kate. Within melee range? You are within close range of Kate at the moment. Hey, I think I have to be within melee range to make a medicine check, so I will have to use my bonus to get up to her. Mm-hmm. And then I am going to attempt to do a medicine check. Okay. I don't need to fix an injury, so this should just be a difficulty one. And I this would be a very bad time to roll a complication. Well, that's no successes. It's no successes. So yeah, you walk up, you look at the injury of her right leg, and you go, "Yeah, that's an injury." <laughs> Thanks. Hmm. Do Thank I you very much. Hurt when I do this. Man. Yeah. Does it? Does, I, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I trip on the way up there. Mm. <laughs> all right. Anything you else your, on your, your turn? doctor's kit and you fall over and it all spills out in front of me. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> I do have the doctor's kit on me, so that is something that could happen. But no, no, I just I just failed to quickly treat her injury. All right. So the other Protectron, the one that was guarding the goal, is the arm lasers are going to start firing. And to be diplomatic, I'm going to roll the D3. One is the professor, two is Hugh, three is Kate. Well, Kate, seems you're our lucky winner tonight. <laughs> uh, let's see. They're just going to shoot you with their arm lasers. They Okay, they miss. They miss completely. So nice. we, the Protectron fires off a salvo of arm lasers, and the red laser just sort of goes all around you, but it doesn't hit anyone. So yay. Yay for a light show, I suppose. <laughs> um, we now go to Brother Hugh. Okay. Um, 
I assume I'm am I in close range currently or do I need to move another zone? Uh, you are within close range of the one that's attacking Kate. If you want to get to the one that is guarding the goal, that would be medium. Uh, let's team up on that one and maybe we can uh, focus down on it. So you will move over uh, behind it and punch it as hard as you can in the back of the head. All right. Well, since you've already succeeded, I'll tell you the defense is one. I've already succeeded. Uh, hey, to nice. hit it with the baseball bat, so you know the oh, defense. Oh, okay. Bat. I was like, wait, what? I... Yeah. All right. It's actually um, the future where we know you succeeded. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Uh, I'm just going to keep it as is. Oh, my Ooh, gosh. Buddy. Of course it did. I'm going to re-roll it with luck. All right. <laughs> I was almost about to have to look up the uh, melee complication chart. There we okay, go. That's much better. Much better. Much better. All right. That so better. that's two successes. You get an AP back. Yeah, go ahead and roll, some, roll me some damage. Okay. Really? <laughs> we really? have been rolling so good today, guys. I started the game off with just incredible rolls for crafting, and now we're here. I think we've reached the top. So for I those don't think who go any further. For those who can't see the screen or are listening on audio, they have rolled zero on six dice. That is <laughs> that is impressive. Um, do you want to spend another no, luck? I, if I spend to get a reroll of three, chances are I'm not going to get enough to pierce its armor, knowing that it's roughly four or whatever it was that uh, Kate rolled. Yeah. So I guess I just yeah, get the wise guy. Eh? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you punch the back of the Protectron and nothing happens. You just hear a clang of metal and reverberations up through your power fist. So with that, that's that's round one. We loop back to the top. Uh, Kate, I believe it's your go again. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to attack the one who attacked me. Okay. And not going to change up anything. You know, just going <sighs> to... Yeah, this is my greatest chance, the baseball bat. Let's see. All right. I'm going to roll that. Whoa. That is, that is good. That is uh, three AP back for you, which means you've got we one rolling. floating. You have one floating. Yeah. I recommend adding a damage die. Yeah. We were rolling so bad that it's rolled over. Now we're rolling really good. <laughs> also, I'd like to reflect that ELH rolled a double 20 just a couple of games ago. and now we The very a first one. roll I ever made for the game, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've come for a circle. I think we have to end the sessions now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna What about all the other 20. 20s that have been rolled? <laughs> on our half. When do, when do we get that back? <laughs> Alright, nine with piercing four. So that is significant. So, uh, Kate, describe how you uh, kill the thing by hitting it in its right leg. Hey. Oh, with you in the legs. Yeah, I'm just gonna, like, after being hit, let's say, like, I was on the ground, and then I'm gonna just, like, swipe it backwards, like, towards its leg, um, hoping to make contact. And you do, and it's one of those comical scenarios where you sweep the legs out from under it, and you actually <laughs> hit it so hard that the leg comes off and flies into the air, um, and the Protectron falls to the ground, and its last words are, alert, fun has gone, there is no light, there is nothing, <laughs> only darkness, goodbye. I think, I think our baseball playing friends having fun. 
<laughs> yeah. This alert. Uh, baseball is inferior. <laughs> Why do I feel pain? Why was I programmed <laughs> to feel pain? I can fix that. I. Uh, I... Eh, and it dies. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, two for two. Got uh, legs flying here. Yeah. Pretty good. If football is superior. Legs. It seems that uh, baseball says the other way around. At least that's how much stamina this. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just showed them literally that baseball is stronger. I've seen you do uh, a lot with a baseball bat over these past couple of sessions. <laughs> yeah, I Every, still don't know You keep knocking that. people's legs off. I'm seeing a trend. Clearly we need to get I you a too. golf club. <laughs> we need to get you a golf club. So you just, <laughs> and it just takes off the leg. Or, or rename your baseball bat the kneecapper. Also valid. <laughs> also valid. All right, uh, Kate, you want to do anything else for your turn? There is one Protecton remaining. Oh, yes. Um... I guess all I can really do is run up to it, right? Unless I spin in. Is it one action. HP for an extra action? Or uh, major action is more than that? It is major action is two, but it also action. gives you um, a complicate or a, a difficulty increase. Difficulty yeah. increase. I don't think there's a difficulty in moving, though. Yeah, in moving, you can just move. So you have a miner that yeah. you haven't used yet. You can move up to the other Protectron, but unless you want to spend AP, that would be the extent of what you could do. You know what? I'll just run up then. Okay. Run up to it. All right. Uh, the Protectron's going to go up next, and uh, it just saw you <laughs> take out its friend, and it's going to go, I cannot believe you killed him. He had scored his first goal the other day. How dare you? <laughs> and uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to spend AP. He's he's galvanized Ooh. by the loss of his friend. Uh, he has succeeded with one success, so that's all he needs. Let's see how his claws do. Okay, o- only two damage this time. Only two. All right. But, uh, yeah, he hits you in the torso, and he goes, how does that feel? Does that make you feel the same pain? <laughs> Probably one with your defense, yeah. so I assume Not no. Not really. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just... That's right, it was only one. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Does something tickle? It feels like something's tickling me right now. I see you are trying to antagonize me. Taunt accepted. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Professor, you're up next. Um, eight would probably be within more than a basic move to get uh, to her. She's within medium to you right now. Hey. Which I think that means I need to spend an actual action to get to her. Uh, minor lets you move up to medium. Oh, I... Always re- misremember what gets her. So I'll use my uh, minor action to get to her. Okay. And I guess I will try to heal her again. Okay. Uh, oh, and to those who are listening, it may have skipped somewhere. Hugh does not have a weapon on him. His target number to hit someone with a melee weapon or really even a uh, non energy based weapon is a challenge number of four or five. So he does not have weapons not on him. Sorry. Even a professor. Sorry. I, was like, <laughs> I should be talking me, about me. And yeah, I, I don't do have, have, have. <laughs> I do mean the professor. Professor does not have weapons. Professor is not great at weapons other than energy. So and he doesn't have. 
So I, actually, I don't. I, yeah, I don't have one on me. So. Are you a survivor too? I never asked. Yeah, I'm a survivor as well. Cool. We're survivors. I will then roll a medicine. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to add any AP or anything. I'm going to roll. I rolled two successes. Which is significant. I believe you actually are back of a cap. Back to cap, uh, which now means I heal Kate for my medicine skill of three, plus my first aid kit of two, which means Kate heals by five. Nice. That's perfect. I'm back to full health. Very nice. All right. I will end uh, my turn. Hugh, what do you got going on? Uh, I'm going to run up and, and try and punch this one, but with a little bit more vim and vigor. Okay. Um, so minor move that'll put me into melee with it, correct? Correct. Okay. Here is the attack. I will I will spend one to make sure that I actually hit because of how I've been rolling. Well, and that's why I have good news and bad news. The good news is you do get your AP right back, but there's going to be a complication. I'll take it. Okay, go ahead and roll damage as I look up the uh, the complication chart for melee weapons, apparently. All right, so five, you have stun on that. No piercing, right? Uh, no piercing. All right, so it is going to take some damage, but let me see if I can find this chart real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Melee weapons, page 111. Uh, da, 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 da. Here we go. Uh, I'm not going to make it wear and tear because that's mean, but I am going to say that uh, when you punch the Protectron, it gets stuck in the Protectron. Um... So you have to pull it out using a minor action uh, before you're able to punch it again using the power fist. Um, but you do do some damage to it. You do punch it again in the legs. Like, you guys really love the legs for some reason. Yeah. Um, so you punch it in the left leg, and it goes, alert, alert, where's referee? This is clearly another red card. And uh, I believe we now go to Kate at round three. Right. I'll, I'll spend the oh. AP right now to do it minor action to pull it out. Okay, noted. And then, yeah, now it will be Kate's turn. Okay. Um, I guess I should just bash it again. <laughs> it seems to be working very well. Alright. Um, how far is it? This one from me? This is... Uh... In its face. You're in its face. You can hit it. Oh, I'm in its face. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hello. Yep, all right. one's all you need. Alright, let's see. Hoping for a leg here. Um, uh, looks like you oh, hit it in the torso, but the torso. let me do math on this. All right, so two, seven. the Protectron, you smack it in the torso, and it's like little cage thing where the speaker is kind of gets messed up in the process. And uh, I'm not going to do the sound because I don't want to blow out eardrums, but anybody who's played Five Nights at Freddy's, you know the jump scare noise when the animatronics get you. That's the sound that's coming out of the Protectron right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, anything else on your turn before the Protectron goes? Um, maybe I'll back away just in case it explodes. Like okay. the soccer ball. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, Kate, I have good news for you and bad news for everybody else. It is mm. stunned. Is it? Yes, yeah, it is. I have stun on my 
Oh, you do have a stun on yours. Neat. Well, I think that changes what I was going to do. And just check, double check. It's stun on this. That last four. So I'd have to spend... Okay, so the, the clarification is I would have to spend my last two yes. AP. But you can't. Which I can. You know what? I'm going to do it. It's one of those yeah. rarenesses where I find it funny. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, screeching, horrendous, like, abomination Protectron is going to start, like, flailing its arms and begin glowing. And it is going to attempt a self-destruct on the Professor and Hugh here. So it does still have to roll, technically, as far as I read. Um, it is a it is a roll here against your defense. So here is for the professor. Okay, the, okay. I guess I get an AP back, and then actually I don't have to roll because it has blast, so it affects everything within. Uh, it targets a zone. Okay. Good uh, eye. Oh, wait a second. It is difficulty of two, so I actually do not get that AP. Um, could I spend a luck point to have it so that? Uh... I interpose myself between uh, the professor and the explosion. Maybe less than the damage he's going to take. Uh, Taking the damage for him? Sure, I'll let you do it. Uh, uh, it's okay. I'll be okay. I think I actually uh, have I'm more health points than you. Okay, <laughs> I won't stop you if you want to do it. All right. Well, survey says you're going to take six damage to your torso for that self-destruct. Okay. And that's physical right yep okay so that'll be an injury to my torso all right let me double check on the more rules tab i believe a injury to your torso uh you begin bleeding heavily at the end of each of your subsequent turns you suffer two cd physical damage ignoring all of your damage resistance for the time being yeah i'm going to try to fix that immediately when i have control again Yep. Well, I mean, the Protectron is off the field. You are not technically in combat, but we are going to keep the rounds going until the injury is treated. Okay. More difficult for you to heal yourself than it is to heal someone else. That is true, but what not everyone knows is I might not have any weapons, but I have a stash of stem packs. Uh, <laughs> I will attempt to do a medicine check. I'm pretty sure it is a challenge two to do to heal an injury mm -hmm. luckily not three because it's not my own injury i'm trying to fix so i will spend an ap to get myself a die mm -hmm. i'm gonna go for a medicine aid i'm gonna roll for that i'm going to roll i'm wow. going to spend a luck point to re-roll oh that's going up i want to go that way that one. Just the one? Yes. There Perfect. you go. Two successes you need. So I'm assuming you want to treat the injury so he's no longer bleeding? Yes. I want to treat the injury and then if you would allow, I would like one more round of combat to try to heal him as well. Okay. Yeah, That's up to DM's it. choice though. Okay. So I, I will, will say regardless of the results of the roll, it will be the last bit of combat. Okay. Because I technically can't make these type of medicine checks outside of combat. So I'm going to roll another medicine check. Yep. Boom. You actually get capped eight, or no, you get one more AP for your trouble. No, because you got rid of the injury, so it's back down to one. You're capped AP. So back to cap AP, and then you heal for five points of health. Oh, well, that's what I just took, so. Nice. 
All right, well, as uh, silence falls over the junkyard, you have half a Protectron remaining that exploded. You have a Protectron without a leg, and you have a large burn mark where the third one was. But I think this is almost an excellent time to go to break. But before we do, you hear clapping coming from somewhere in the junkyard. And after a moment, as you kind of look to the right, stage right, you see that a ghoul is stepping out from around the junkyard. And uh, she does raise her hands to not be threatening. And she says, well, uh, I think uh, it's a good thing that I was following you guys from a distance. Otherwise, I'd be part of of that blast. But uh, well done. Uh, I've been trying to scavenge this place for a while. Uh, My name is uh, Linda. And I have a offer of employment and some caps if you would like to travel with me. Would you like to hear me out? Do I get to scavenge this location we just got the opportunity to first? I'll give you 50-50. How does that sound? So we did the work. You're going to get half of it. Well, I kept the uh, dogs off you. And she points behind her. And if you look, there are a few dogs that are on, like dead on the floor. Okay, so she did actually do something. <laughs> Okay. How do we know that those weren't there beforehand? I mean, I'm not the kind of person that would scam you if that's what you mean. I I want I generally want your help. How about we do 60/40? Hey, if it'll mean you hear me out, I'm willing to do it. It is agreed. And with that, now we're going to go to break because we have some scavenging things to do. But yeah, we'll be back in about five to ten minutes. Stick around, everybody. And welcome back, everybody, to part two of session four of Fallout Frozen Atom. If you're just joining us, well, the players just had a soccer match with some protectrons it didn't really end well for the protectrons but what's important is that the players succeeded and are all well and good and that they have been approached by a ghoul apparently named linda and over the past hour or so in game you have looted this junkyard as much as you can and as you all finish you know divvying up the loot um let's do one roll and then we'll go right into role play i think uh Professor, you wanted to loot the remaining intact Protectron, is that correct? Yes. All right, that is an int in science test at a difficulty of one. Int and science. Science rules. Knowledge is power. All right, you (laughs) succeed, which means you now roll me two challenge dice, and you can add one additional die per AP spent here. Uh, Every effect you roll will be an uncommon. Every hit will be a common. Uh, it's D6, correct? I'm rolling? Correct. Okay. You said I get to roll two. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to go all out, guys? And I spend some of our AP for this. Do it. Look How much is some? Seven. I'm asking you guys. Go for it. I'd say spend three. That's actually all I was thinking about spending was okay. max three. <laughs> I was like, I feel like it's overkill if we spend all of it. <laughs> I agree. So I'm going to spend uh, because it's for every three, every luck point I can reroll that. So yeah, let's go at 
minus three. Turn this to five. And let's see how I do. I did pretty good. Wow. Yeah. So uh, you're going to get four common materials and two uncommon for your work. Nice. And if chat wants to redeem a wild wasteland, you'll find something else. But until I see that from chat, let's dive back into the RP. So at this point, you know, uh, Linda has cracked a few jokes, tried to be jovial, that sort of thing. But uh, as it comes to business time, uh, Linda sort of sits on what might have been a washing machine at one point and says, All right, so I'm putting up. There's your wild wasteland. I'll do that in a moment. Um, so uh, have any of you ever heard of the, the settlement of Beatsville? I've heard Say that I have. I've heard a little rumor, but not much. Well, long story short. It's the home of some brilliant and legendary artists, or so the rumor goes that I know of. And uh, I think I know how to get there. I think I know how to set up a supply line. But uh, I'm going to be honest, I, I need some protection. Somebody to make sure my caravan doesn't get raided during the journey. That's me. That's me you're looking for right here. <laughs> I, I actually agree with you on this statement. Yes, and at that, yes. can I demonstrate my strength by kicking one of the Protectron heads into the goal? <laughs> you certainly may. No roll required. Okay. Yeah, I got a little, um, it's like a steel-tipped uh, boot thing here, and yeah, I'm just going to kick that thing just even further than the goal. So okay. flying. Yeah, and that's this is where Wild Wasteland's going to come in here, because as you hit uh, <laughs> the Protectron head into the stack of... Uh, junk behind it the junk is going to fall and reveal a prismatic trench coat and when I mean prismatic I mean that it is in the little light that there is in the commonwealth this time of year it is not bloom level of blinding but it's you can see it very easily from a distance it is resplendent is that Adam's glow? It'd be a little more I, green if it was. His glow can be whatever color he truly wants it to be. Does it? Yeah. You've only ever shown me green things normally. Well, that's because green is the largest color spectrum. We were talking about this. I thought I was the one talking to you about color spectrums. Yes, and then I, I'm learning from, from what you've told me. That is true. That is true. While they're talking, I'm just going to slowly, kind of like a moth to a lamp, just move closer to it. <laughs> okay. Do you touch it? Hmm. No, I get close, though. Okay. You're not going to touch it? Nothing happens. Okay, maybe I touched a little. Okay. <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh. Maybe I touch it a lot? Nothing happens. Would you like to take <laughs> a short rest with this item and attune to it? <laughs> You need huh. to uh, you need to put it on. See what happens. Ooh, I mean, it's rather than just sitting there caressing it. It's a very nice material here. Um, hmm. Yeah. Do you guys mind if I put it on? I do need something else to wear. You are welcome to wear that. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna immediately put it on. Me. Sleeve right. at a time. I'm going to DM you the benefit. There you go. Ooh, 
I very much like this. <laughs> Should I say it or is it a surprise? That's your, your discretion. Call. Yeah. All right. So it gives me plus two luck when worn, which is good for me. Um, the downside is that I become much more easier to hit from long or extreme range. Um, minus one difficulty to a minimum of one. And it increases the complication range when sneaking by two. Because it's just, <laughs> you know, so radiant. Okay, okay. Can you remove it without needing to unattune to the item, DM? I mean, this this is Fallout. This is not D&D. So, yes. <laughs> is it cursed? I, you know what? That, that might be something evil. I explore as an optional rule. But no, it's not <gasps> cursed. Oh. I honestly think curse items would be funny, but I don't know how you do it in d <laughs> Oh, yeah, session. I love all that stuff. They're just irradiated. That's the curse. <laughs> <laughs> no, t- steal, the, steal the radiation from the fibers. All right, I got I myself a fancy new, you know, this is going to be, it's a lot better than, uh, what was the name of that other Adam woman? It starts with a P. Oh, yeah. She had a fancy robe. I'll show her this one. She's not going to stand me up anymore. Oh, um, shoe polish. <laughs> it was shoe shine. Shoe, shoe shine. shine. That's all I remember. remember now. That reminds me, we need to, yeah. we need to watch those purifiers at one night just to make sure that oh, they're yeah. still messing. Make sure that, that they actually follow through. Yeah. Shoe shine, yeah. Parker. Because nothing Parker. against nothing against you, Hugh, but I don't trust them. Oh, that's, you should trust me. Oh, I trust <laughs> you. Have not given me any reason not to trust you. It's true. Mm-hmm. But if, uh, uh, if I can interject real quick, uh, is there a problem traveling with those who follow Children of Adam? Uh, no, I I actually am no. a, a child of Adam. Oh, well, we've we've had great. Uh, encounters except for a newer sect that has been popping up uh, too many coincidences but we haven't had the uh, time to investigate for actual proof if you understand what I'm saying I think I get what you're saying yeah 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 well uh, let me quickly go through the details and you can decide if you want to take the job so uh, the trip uh, you're going to be escorting myself four Brahmin and three others Sorry, four others. Uh, one's named Charlotte. She's human. She kind of makes sure the wagons stay uh, on track and don't fall apart. Uh, there's Regina, who's our, currently our only security for the convoy. Uh, she's also human. Uh, then you have Kate and Janie. They're merchants just like me. Uh, they kind of handle the Brahmin and do the, the inventory thing and all that. But um, Janie is uh, very religious, or at least has started to become very religious recently. Uh, maybe if you get her talking, she'll talk your elf about it. But uh, I anticipate that this will take probably about 48 hours of a trip. Of course, with weather and how traversing the Commonwealth is these days, could take longer. It's kind of dependent on a lot of factors. But I am willing to pay you all 20 caps each up front, and then 20 more caps if we arrive safely. I like Not the sound this seems, of caps. This seems pretty agreeable. Um, do you know of any danger that's common to this area? Any known raiders? Any known super mutants? 
Super Mutants, no. Raiders, yes. But what I'm really worried about is the Brahmin. In this kind of environment, they are, shall we say, easy targets. So literally any kind of threat could potentially take them out. It is quite cold as well. I don't like that. I don't want them dying. They're so cute. I must protect them. I think that's Kate saying yes to these terms. I have nothing against it. Hugh, what about you? These terms seem agreeable. Or the Brahmin. Yes. In that case, uh, Linda does distribute 20 caps to each of you, so feel free to mark that now. Yes. And then unless you want to linger in the junkyard, she's going to lead you about maybe five, ten minutes away from the junkyard. And you do see that there are four Brahmin that are being tended to by uh, four humans. Um, so that's eight s- heads, right? Yes, because each Brahmin is two-headed. And uh, I would say that they kind of look fleshless because it's all that exposed muscle and stuff when it comes to a, uh, a Brahmin. But either way, uh, the Brahmin don't look miserable, but they do not look like they're having a fun time in the cold weather. So disgruntled Brahmin is how I'm going to put it. Um, but as far as Charlotte goes, Charlotte looks like your standard grease monkey where she's kind of got on uh, some leathers and she has a toolkit that she's currently fixing one of the wagons. Uh, Regina is looking kind of like a, uh, a Minuteman minus the hat. And you see that she is carrying a combat rifle of her own. And then Kate and Janie. Kate looks to be a taller individual, uh, has long blonde hair that kind of comes down maybe about halfway to her back. Um, and Janie is wearing what appears to be a Church of Adam robe. Come on, just immediately go, hi, Kate. I'm Kate. How are you, Kate? Oh, your name's Kate, too. Uh, that uh, I guess that's going to be kind of confusing when someone tries to talk to us. But between us, that's going to be an easy na- name to remember. Oh, yeah, I won't so remember far, your the name, only one I remember. <laughs> what was the one uh, looking on the tire again? Uh, that was Charlotte. And actually, let me give you all access to another handout. Because all of this Speaking is Speaking of handouts, um, did <laughs> they take the, the remainder stuff from the junkyard? Yes. So anything okay. that uh, you don't take from the junk pile, that will go to them. Okay, should I, so since they're paying us caps, I don't think that they'd want to keep these caps. It's all factored in, is how we'll say it. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll just transfer the rest of these to me. Oh, I think, try it now. I think I checked a... Yeah, check I got it. Value that. Okay. Yeah, uh, now you should have a handout called The Journey to Beatsville. It does outline each of the uh, people involved. Oop, I missed Regina. Let me add Regina to this list. But yeah, um... It's just at this point, you can either spend time getting to know your travel companions, or we can just start rolling and get on the road. Entirely up to you. I would like to walk up to uh, Charlotte and mm-hmm. just walk up and I'll go, uh, I don't, I don't want to disturb too much, but can I help you with any of these repairs? And uh, she kind of steps back and wipes her brow and goes, well, uh, I think I've fixed most of the problem uh the axle on the the back of this this wagon was uh kind of unaligned but i think i've got it fixed should at least last till uh till nightfall but then i'm gonna have to work on it again well let me let me know and i'm always happy to 
give my aid where I can. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll keep you in mind. Uh, it's been hell trying to keep these uh, these wagons going in these wintry conditions. I tell you what, between the cold and the the snow and all that, it has not been fun. No, I I agree. A uh, wise mechanic told me uh, once that third degree burns are best taken in shifts. How does that? Oh, I see what you're saying now. <laughs> I yeah, like she's just just applying. If don't be afraid to, after you've done what you can't hand it off to someone else to take their fair share of the blunt. Well, what I'm hearing is you're offering to help if this wagon completely breaks down because uh, mm-hmm. I can carry some of the stuff, but uh, yeah, there's a lot here. And you kind of look in the back of the wagon and you see that there is paint and paint thinner and bleached cloth and wire and glue and glitter and all manner of art supplies. Does it count as junk? I think technically, oh. yes. Mm. Just wiping the saliva off your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope the wagon doesn't break down. The followers, followers have taught me to be kind. The followers have taught me to be kind. The followers have taught me to be kind. Did, did, did kind. you know that when you break down all the stuff, the components weigh less? <laughs> they actually weigh more. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you roll well, they weigh more. They weigh more in your heart. <laughs> Well, yeah, Brother I think Hugh, we, there's not many artists left in this world, so we should let them keep all their stuff for <laughs> no, the beauty no, I, of it all. That, that was that was that was me that was the demons. It, yeah. That was the demons. That was the inner demons, and they have passed. <laughs> <Heal. laughs> um, Brother Hugh is going to approach uh, Janie and say, "Greetings, sister. Adam be with you." And Adam be with you, good sir. What is your name? My name is Brother Hugh. Ah. Well, you seem to already know my name, but as a reminder, it is Janie. And must I say, it is a pleasure to meet another who worships Adam's glow. Yes. Adam's blessed many a people in these days that have passed most recently with the winter being able to keep us warm. And you can tell that as you're saying all this, anyone watching uh, Kate, even though Kate, you're talking to Kate, um, <laughs> Kate kind of side eyes Janie and rolls her eyes as if she's heard this conversation so many times that she's through <laughs> with it already. But uh, to continue the conversation, Janie says, perhaps we can chat on the road and we can discuss Adam's benevolence along the way. Absolutely. I'd be more than happy to. Wonderful. And then, yeah, uh, anybody have any points of order that they want to handle before Convoy starts rolling? I just want to be next to the Brahmin. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, we... Oh, go ahead. Does uh, the the loot that we'd be carrying from the professor, could we put it in the wagon as, like, temporary, or would that it's overfill staying it? Staying on me. Staying, on, staying me. on you? All right. Staying <laughs> on me. I still have over 100 <laughs> pounds of carry weight. Okay, I'm just, you know, <laughs> combat-wise. <laughs> I don't want All you right. being a turtle sitting over there. 
See, there's, there's this awesome perk in Fallout 76 where the more junk you have, the more defense you have. So. Just build your own cover. But that doesn't exist in this, so you're it just does not. <laughs> so I will pass this back to the DM to continue the story. DM, back to you. All right. Well, uh, as outlined in the journey to Beatsfeld, the base travel time is 48 hours. And we're going to return to the survival rules here, uh, specifically navigating the wasteland, because you could make that journey shorter or you could make it longer, depending on how quickly you wish to go. So there is an option here that Linda could take the lead on all this and I would roll it privately for her. Or if one of you would like to take the lead and take directions from Linda, um, we can do it that way. But I do need to know who is going to be making the roll before we start answering questions. Actually, no, I have that backwards. I need to decide the difficulty, then we decide who's doing it. So let me let me outline that okay. first. Um, the journey is not between established routes of settlements. That becomes difficulty one. The PCs are not familiar with the area. That becomes difficulty two. The area is under control of an enemy faction. Comes down to difficulty one. The group is not being given good directions. They're decent, but they're not good directions. So difficulty of two. And are obstacles in the path easily avoided or circumnavigated? No. So the total difficulty on this is three. And now we get to pick the navigator here. The default is, again, an endurance and a survival. But you can argue for something besides endurance. Hmm. I mean, I think I we had determined I had the largest target number for this, yeah, what right? Is, what is your endurance again? You said eight? My endurance is nine. Oof, yeah. I, think... I took that gifted trait <laughs> to get more points, so nine endurance, and then my survival is three. So that's twelve. Yeah, I say... Yeah. So we could... I'll just spend some AP. If you also keep in mind, you can spend two AP just to bring the challenge down. Mm-hmm. So you could spend two AP to make it a uh, challenge two. Oh, no, that's the next navigation check. This, this oh. first one, yeah, you have to do it on the road is when you can spend that AP. Okay. So this one um, is just... It is the next. Okay, you're right. And this is the um, the solo test, but with one assist, or is this the group yes. test that we can do? Uh, the you can still assist as usual on this, so it is technically a group test. Okay. Actually, think, no, I lied. I Step forward. You can spend AP to reduce one by two AP spent, so you can spend it on this one. Hmm. Wonder if that's a typo. I think there's a chart for the first one, which is just this one item, and then there's a chart for that you can do after the fact. Either way, well. Well, you can yeah. spend the 2 AP to reduce difficulty by 1 at any point. We'll just say that much. Okay. I'll do Use that. It. You could also spend just 4 and turn it into a challenge 1. I think I could... I think with some assisting, you guys can help me. We'll get okay. the 2 successes. So, so you get I'm going to remove 2 AP. Okay. okay. Alright, now we need to talk about uh, the journey speed. So if you want to journey double uh, the duration of the journey... Um, you reduce the difficulty by two, so it would go down to a zero. Um, and you cannot roll complications, as in even a 20 wouldn't be a complication. Um, you could do difficulty by one, and the complication range would be 19 to 20. That would be a normal speed. Or you could have the journey duration, and you could set the complication range to 17 to 20. 
Again, it's 48 hours. We're assuming you have 12 hours of travel time. So it's whether or not you travel 6, 12, or 24 uh, distance in this first go. Hmm. Does the... Sorry, you probably said... Does the um, faster speed increase the difficulty, or is it just the complication? Just the complication. Okay. Oh, Normal does decrease the difficulty by one. Where hurried keeps it at the... Ooh. Should probably do hurried then, yeah. Makes the complication range of four. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll make it your call. I want to try it. Okay. Okay. So you cannot buy more dice on the test, but you can spend more AP if you want. But by my count, unless I've misremembered or miscounted, it's difficulty of two, uh, endurance and survival from Kate. And make sure to set the complication range to a 17 when it pops up and asks you. Okay. Oh, you just got three AP from Chad as well. Oh, dang. Okay, well. Thank you, Chad. Uh, I uh, would let say me spend a luck. A luck. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, right, so we need one more success from an assist from either the professor or um, from Hugh here. I'm okay with doing it unless you would prefer to, Hugh. I was was going to argue intelligence. Basically, I'm just being map guy while Kate is pushing through. Uh, you, You can go for it if if you can okay. make that argument. Sure, I'll allow it. Uh, so that is survival and intelligence. Yep, so and remember you're rolling the one die and you still have that same complication of 17. Okay, complication is 17. Uh, my attribute is now an 8. Because science. Not science, because of intelligence. Roll. One success. Alright, so you're going to knock off... 24 hours from travel time. Now, before I roll anything, do you wish to make it a safe journey? I.e., I don't roll on the chart. You would need to spend... 3 AP. 3 AP. Actually, no, that's only a result of a complication. Okay. Oh, yeah, no complication. So we have a safe journey. Yeah, you have a safe journey. Safe 24-hour journey. Yeah. Um, you could spend AP to find an ideal campsite, though. We will good. definitely be doing that. There's yeah. Oh, that's the other three spend, is if you want to loot a location along the way, that's a three AP spend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I'm currently happy with my uh, 29 junk I just found at the junkyard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless uh, anyone else wants to, I don't know. I don't oh, know. I think we're good. Yeah, yeah. I say we keep the AP okay. for in case something drastic happens. Okay. So yeah, you uh, you make tracks and you manage to get the hour. You get manage to make excellent time despite the inclement conditions. And as the sun sets and you begin setting up camp, let's again do campsite rules real quick, and then we'll jump into some RP. So right. uh, as a reminder, if you want to scavenge prior to uh, setting up your campsite. It's perception and survival. Otherwise, it's a group intelligence test based on the difficulty of the tier you're trying to make. Anyone want to scavenge first? I guess it's more of a question for me, that person with... uh, (laughs) Hmm, Do I want to scavenge? Yes, (laughs) with the actual points into these things. 
Um, Professor, do you want to scavenge? Why, yes, Professor, I, I do. <laughs> You're a very handsome professor, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you stop. <laughs> uh, that is a good question. I don't think I want to. I think I'm going to... What? I beforehand. Do we lose something if we scavenge it? No. Roll a compli- just, no, I guess well, no. you could roll, roll a complication, complication but... Uh, but that, that's fine. Just, I'd say scavenge it. A complication could be I get sick. Ah, I don't have a weapon. Not like I can do anything bad. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, I'm going to go for a perception uh, survival, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is a nine. Uh, is this a two or a one difficulty? I believe it's a two in this instance. Okay. Um, I can't roll. I'd have to get lucky and roll it. Hmm. I think I am going to hold off then. Okay. Because I'd rather have the AP to make a good campsite for the night. All right. So, yeah. Uh, what uh, what tier campsite you want to go for? I say we go for our usual. We're probably going to go for a tier three campsite. Uh, we're going to go with our clean space, clean sleeping space, a campfire, and shelter. Spending one AP to lower that difficulty by one, making it difficulty two. Okay, well, it is a group int check, so feel free to hash that out. I am. I will lead the role, because it's intelligence. Uh, I am going to do, I guess, intelligence, and for flavor, can I say the ideal spot ends up being more of like a... Uh, there's too many of us for it to be that... Let's say, like, let's say we stumbled across like a little military bunker and I can justify science as my uh, skill I'm using to, because I'm, I'm basically overriding doors and stuff and making it comfortable for us while we're in there. Let's uh, let's say it's actually a fire station that you find. That works too, yeah. Or, uh, but are you okay with uh, my argument of science being my rolling? Sure, I'll allow it. Perfect. Difficulty two... I want to spend the one AP for that. Do I spend the nether AP to roll an extra die now, or do I have you guys try for the assist? Because I can't add after the fact. I say spend it now. Okay, yeah. I'm going to spend another AP to add a die. Okay. So I'm rolling a science two check with uh, three dies. Uh, that is a challenge number of 12. And I just made it. Yep, you get your two. All right, one other thing before we jump in RP is we got to handle cold exposure and then eating and drinking. So cold exposure, um, we're going to go down the list here. Each of you is going to have to make an endurance survival test. Starts at difficulty one, but again, it's going to be the same difficulty for everybody who wants to go through the questions. So you have been traveling for 12 hours, so difficulty two. You were wearing warm clothing, nothing there wasn't extreme cold still difficulty two um you did spend uh some time in physical activities such as heavy travel or combat goes down to difficulty of one and if you want to consume a hot food or beverage as part of your hunger and thirst uh, i can lower it again another difficulty but at the moment everybody needs to make me an endurance and survival at difficulty of one i could 
use this time to make us a warm drink, but I don't know if we have the supplies to do so. At least not on me currently. All right, well, Kate's uh, good. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. So I actually get an AP roll. from Kate. Well done there. Perfect, I guess. We get an AP from Hugh. Nice. Okay. Um, oh, I, I added uh, one already oh. for me. Yeah, and I added one for... Yeah, you me. should be at six. There we go. Should be oh, we should be at six? No, you're right. Oh, you're right. It was ah. supposed to be at five. <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone. <laughs> to those who can't see this, we all have control of our AP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Uh, Do we have control over it? Because it seems very out of control right now. <laughs> Let's roll for our AP. I guess I'm going to spend an AP. Okay. To roll an extra die on my survival. Um, do I spend the luck point to make it? That's the question. Do I spend? Do you AP? have any? Back? I have many luck points left. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I could have argued that during that journey, I stared at my thing as well. Hmm. Um. Let's just see how I do. No, I want to spend the luck point now. Okay. Uh, DM, may I say during the journey here, I looked at my thing. My, you may look at your trinket, yes. I will look at my... Uh, <laughs> while we're walking, I will again look at my little my little garbled holodisc. Oh, here we go again. It. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so now I'm still at three luck points at the end of the day. Uh, okay, now I'm going to roll a survival check. Now I'm going to make that with a nine. Um, I don't think I need the AP anymore. So I'm going to go that route. Do I still want the AP? I'm still going to spend it. I, I, I'm i worried about being cold. Right. And I still rolled a one. Yeah. You rolled sneak, but close enough. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you still, got, you still rolled a two, so you're good. I still rolled something that had the same amount of points as my survival. So, yeah, yeah it's you're okay. good. You're good. All right, so no cold exposure. So now let's handle food and drink. So at this point, all of you are considered to be... Uh, thirsty, and you all are considered to be uh, peckish. I will remove the food to get there correctly, but it will require. I'm going to take two. After all, two red dice. Yeah. So I'm going to roll two combat dice. For each effect, I take red damage. What okay. are you eating? I uh, uh it's two things of dirty water. Okay. It's dirty water I've cleaned, but it got re irradiated when we walked through that rad storm the other day. Mm-hmm. 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 I am prepared to consume your radiation. Okay. <laughs> I rolled two of them. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, you're peckish for radiation. Apparently. And then uh what are you handling for food on your part, Professor? Um, I think I was going to warm myself up a thing of beans. Okay. Trying to remember. That's prepared food. Oh, no, it doesn't have the info on it. Uh, Let me check you. Which which beans are they? Uh, Pork and beans are the ones I bought. Let me take a gander. Pork and beans. I think they're also a rat as well. No steaks allowed. Pork and beans. There they are. Uh, I see that they are radiated and they are four HP healed. 
Uh, I'm gonna say that they. You I mean, it is pre-packed food. Beans. Yeah. So. Mm. This is where you decide because it is technically pre-packed. Right. So I'm I, gonna say we're gonna count it as pre-packed in this instance. Okay. Uh, did you put us at one food hunt rate or two food rate that we needed? Uh, so it's one hunger per pre-packed. If it's cooked, it's mm-hmm. minus two hunger. Yes, but I don't remember what hunger rate you said we were at. Oh, you're peckish. peckish. Everybody's at peckish right now. Okay, so I guess I'll have to eat two beans to get me to the right area. Mm-hmm. Which means two and more rats. If I ate after. carrot, that only brings me up to sated, correct? Because it's correct. just... Uncooked. Do you happen to have tomato with you? So I could just make you veggie, and that's prepped. Uh, I don't have any tomatoes. Okay, we need to find some tomatoes to go with your corn. Is it tomatoes or tatoes? Tatoes. I don't remember, actually. Tomatoes don't exist in Fallout. Now it's it's a mix between a tomato and a potato. Oh, yes. Yes, I guess that's correct. I have marked off my two pork and beans. Which means I need to roll two more dies. I take more. one more rad damage. Right. So let's now go to the professor. Professor, how you doing for your food and drink? Um. So if I ate the fancy lad snack cakes, would those count as pre-prepared? Yeah, they would be pre-prepared. Then, so it'd be minus one hunger for that. Mm, yeah. I'll eat that and a carrot. Okay. So that'll Metal. get you uh, back up to full. Uh, what are you doing for your drink? Uh, I don't have any water on me. Uh-oh. I have yeah. a dirty water I can give you. Let me little check. Yeah, I'm all out. Yeah, so I, I guess I'll drink dirty water. Okay. okay. So you'll head back up to quenched for now. Or sorry, I had you with thirsty. You'll go up to hydrated. Mm-hmm. You have to roll, right? Here's your chance for radiation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I wouldn't take it because you can only get one out of it. Oh, okay. One yeah. at a time, yeah. That's right. Which right. is the question. Mm-hmm. So when the professor drank his dirty water. Oh, technically. Oh, yeah. I so could you would have taken w- still one radiation. I can only take one. So I would If it was a single roll up. I could, but yes. it's... I need to take one more radiation damage. You are correct. I have added another radiation to my damage. All right. So I believe that's uh, the professor and Hugh. Kate, uh, what are you doing for your hunger and your thirst? I have no food, but I do have one more dirty water. I have food. I have food, I have but food. no liquids. Yeah, I have, I, so, <laughs> I, I have food for you. Okay, let me drink my disgusting water first. Okay. Do I need to stay up late? And make us water. Yeah, we um, may need just to pack tons of water right now. Okay. Let me roll for my radiation. Oh. Yep, you're nothing. good. And then, uh, yeah, what food item are you willing to give up? I have. I have uh, brain fungi. I have pork and beans, and I have fancy lad snacks. Are they all irradiated? They are all irradiated. <laughs> so are mine, because technically everything got irradiated that we had. So mm-hmm. um, I have I have an iguana on a stick. <gasps> I mean, that is uh, prepped. That counts as two. Yep. Oh, it's prepped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, definitely take it. 
Oh, you know, I don't want to uh, take it. Actually, heals a lot. So I don't. You might need it. Uh, eat it. Gets you back to. You, you want I, to I think the hunger is more important than the healing because I feel like we can rest a lot of our healing We're away, good. but we can't mm-hmm. rest our hunger away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Resting our hunger away just makes us hungrier. Mm. Yep. <laughs> All right. Start munching into that iguana. Is that ira- is this iguana irradiated or is this? A- no, I think it's cooked. So I think it actually has no radiation. Well, but it would have become irradiated from. Oh the- yes, because it was. I forgot. Sorry, I bought oh. food before we left town. <laughs> like All a right. smart person, and that food technically is not wasn't in that storm. Mm. Hey, you're good. I got no two radiation effect. damage. Nope. Oh no effects. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Okay. Yep. Zero radiation damage. Yeah, I rolled. Unlucky in all of my stuff. Keep talking, Professor. We'll see if your food comes <laughs> up radiated. Yeah, I've rolled everything as radiation today, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so as you all settle in uh, for your first night with this caravan people, um, you start to get to know them a little bit better. Um, Charlotte's kind of reclusive. She's usually a little bit upbeat, but uh, she's just kind of fussing over the wagons, making sure everything in the uh, hurried trek that you did today, making sure the wagon wheels are all still good. Um, so that's what she's working on. Uh, Regina has taken up a vantage point in the upper floors of the fire station you are camping in. Um, she's just kind of looking out across the street and across the fields to make sure nothing is coming your way. Uh, Kate and Janie, for their part, um, you can hear them arguing about something near the campfire, but if you're in the upper floors or somewhere else in the fire station, not at the campfire, you can't quite make it out. And if you want to talk to Linda, she's also at the campfire, but she doesn't appear to be a part of this argument. Um, She's just kind of looking over at the Brahmin and making sure the Brahmin are all right. Um, He will wander close. He's, He's a peacemaker. Okay. So you hear the tail end of this conversation, but it goes something along the lines of, look, Janie, you can believe whatever the hell you want, but you're getting wrapped up in a random prophecy from some random guy. Like, you pick this up out of nowhere. It doesn't make sense. And Kate kind of scoffs and goes, or not Kate, Janie scoffs and says, well, you just don't understand. If you had heard the prophecy of the last son of Adam, you would understand that all of this is part of a greater plan. And they continue to bicker back and forth for as long as you let them. A greater plan, you say, Janie. Uh, Tell me more about this. Well, the plan is that there is a great fire, a cleansing fire, coming to the Commonwealth soon. And that the last son of Adam will lead the head of the Commonwealth into a new era of prosperity. And, and of course, that's Kate, the whole prophecy? Well, there are some more tidbits, but that is the greatest and most important parts. And Kate scoffs and says she, she doesn't even know the full prophecy. She's just heard a rumor and she's, she's latched on it because she needs to believe in something. And this gets Janie to look at her with a venomous look and like, at least I believe in something. You know, you don't believe in anything. And they keep bickering. This prophecy came from the last son of Adam? That is correct, yes. And is that all that he shared in saying more will come? Or 
What, exactly how did he tell you this? Over the radio, I assume. Over the radio, yes. Uh, he did a broadcast a few weeks ago. And he left it perfectly, er, um, cryptic, as he said it? Well, he was very convincing. Yes, but if you're only given half the truth, then you've been convinced of nothing. See, he's talking sense. You should listen to him, Janie. Janie, of course, again, venomous look. From the sounds of it, that sounds very aggressive. The Commonwealth already did experience a purifying fire. What would it be purifying this time? Janie doesn't have an answer, which again, Kate takes the moment to go, see, again, you don't have the answers he's looking for. Again, I think you're just, you're latching onto something because you have to have faith. And I probably already know this brother Hugh, and you already probably have a weigh-in on this, but I don't think her faith has any value. That's not true. Any faith that someone has can help them get through the day, can help them get up in the morning, can help them get over that last hill that they need to do to get back home. The difference is, is your faith should never be getting in the way of other people's. All right, Hugh. Very important test here. Charisma and speech. Difficulty of three. Use all okay. the Oh. <laughs> uh, charisma, speech, difficulty three. Uh, I'm going to spend three AP... So that I can be rolling four dice. Okay. You'll have your fancy hat too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't even need it hat. because a four successes. I'll get one, you get back. one AP back. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, you know they they hear what you're saying, and I I think Kate backs off and says, "All right, all right, you know maybe, maybe Faith has some benefits, but yeah, I just think she's throwing herself into this. It it just it doesn't feel right." There has been quite a few things that haven't felt right with this last son of Adam. Maybe it's Adam speaking to me. That's why he brought me here to speak with this last son of Adam or prevent him from doing something that would harm others. Well, I, uh, this is Kate talking. I think, uh, I think you might be one of the good ones then because every... Every Church of Adam type I've ever interacted with, they, they, they seem like a cult. Don't get me wrong, we're a cult, but cults have their, their purpose. Well, I mean, don't mind me saying this, but you seem like you're a normal kind of religion. This is more of a genuine cult, if you get my meaning. Yes, that is, that's where it kind of gets more interesting. I don't know, I'll have to... Uh... See what they're preaching at this last son of Adam's church. And uh, it's at this point that you all hear a loud moo and you all kind of poke your head around or look over where the Brahmin is. And you see that one of the Brahmin is uh, slumping to the ground and panting heavily. And Linda kind of rubs at her temples and go, I was afraid of this. Um, I, this, this is not good. I, uh, I think this Brahmin might have come down with uh, some form of lock joint, which uh, 
It's gonna make traveling with it a lot of lot of. That's gonna be a big problem. Are you saying my time at the farm may come of use? <laughs> well, do you know how to cure lock joint? We have Brahmin at uh, from where I'm from. I could at least try. Well, I mean, have at it. Just just don't make them any worse. I'll do what I can. DM, what am yes. I rolling? Uh, I believe it's definitely going to be a medicine here, an intelligence medicine. I am going to set the difficulty at a three. Okay. Intelligence, medicine. Um, do I roll? Do I do what you did and get the old guy? The what That's guy? Three. Sorry. Basically, I'm asking, do I spend three AP to add two die? Ah. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Worst case, it's overkill. I gain us an AP back. All right. Two successes. Not enough. Would you like to will, luck that 19 or the 17? I will luck the 19. Okay. It's still uh, not enough. I, do I luck the other one now? You could you luck the it. 17. Mm -hmm. mm. I'm going to go for it. Puts me to one luck. DM has me where he wants me. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All I call yeah. it says re-roll, re-roll. Yeah, re-roll, yeah. re-roll. So, does anyone want to try can I assist? <laughs> well, if you tell me the... how you're assisting with your own intelligence medicine, yes. One of the uh, people here might know how to aid me. Oh, you mean Linda? Yeah, let me look up Linda's roll real quick. Uh, Linda would be rolling against an 11 here. That's not bad, actually. Ooh, we we also just got a AP from chat. Oh, thank you, chat. I can't use that now, but I'll mark it on the thing. That's already did. Yeah. Uh, do you want Linda to roll, or is Hugh going to take a crack at it? Uh, I would let Linda roll. Linda um, will roll. I will do can this she spend open. our AP? No, because it's an assist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there you go. She gets it under the just under. So she rolled a ten, needed needed uh, lower than eleven. So she's in Be there. So I want to. I'm actually going to role play this. Mm -hmm. Uh, she's she's too heavy. I need someone to to grab this joint, move it a little, just just ever so slightly like this, just so we get everything back in place. I need to hold her over here. Can anyone help me with that? Uh, Kate, the the raider, Kate. Uh, can you come? You've got the most strength among us. Anything for the Brahmin. I'm going to hurry on <laughs> over to treat my little buddies over there. Uh, Yeah, so I just hold it. I don't have to, like, roll to... <laughs> no, basically, <laughs> basically, you're just doing what Linda... Lin, you, you, Linda's very carefully telling you how to move it while I'm helping other spots. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I do such. How is if Brahmin I have a looking? bobby pin, can I uh, <laughs> unlock the joint that way? <laughs> I don't think it works that way, no. But, uh, That's what as, uh, as you are working with Linda, I think Linda kind of turns to both Kate and, and the professor and go, so, uh, how long have you, uh, how long have you been traveling together? looks like you're, you're quite a uh, close knit team. I think I've only met them for a few days now. Yeah. It's been about a week with Kate, but Hugh and I have been, I don't know. I've lost track. Has it been, Almost a year now, or am I overestimating? 
Uh, I'd say probably more than a year. It it does kind of get lost. Hmm. Perhaps yeah. he's always been in your heart. I have not That's always true. been in the Boston area, so if he was in my heart in the other areas, I mm-hmm. I would be impressive. Well, uh, Adam, Adam does Adam work in, in mysterious in, ways. Yeah, I was just going to say that, yes. What about you guys? <laughs> How long have you all been uh close-knit group? Well, uh, I've had uh, Kate, not you, Kate, that Kate. I've had Kate and Regina for a while. Uh, Charlotte and uh, Janie are new arrivals. Maybe been uh, two jobs with me so far. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely not as long as your your group there between the professor and you. You said that you, you've had them? Well, under my employ, I, I do oh, pay them. This is kind of a strange way to say that, I guess. Ah, I'm a strange ghoul, what can I say? Which uh, actually leads me to my next question. Uh, any of you a fan of song? And at this, all the others like go up, oh, here we go, here we go, and they start walking away from the campfire, walking away where they can hear Linda. <laughs> oh, yes. We are great fans. We, yeah, we've, uh, we have a lot of old, uh, Oh, you're talking about the former office, yeah? No, actually, I was going to talk about how we have uh, an old, some old Muddy Waters tapes from back where I'm from. <laughs> oh, is it on that little hollow disc you're always staring at? No, no. It's on you an actual record. You found a way to put mud and water on a hollow disc. So, Muddy Water is a musician that uh, plays what we call blues not a genre I find too often in the waste it's sad music yet you feel happier after listening to it it's quite an enjoyment ah, so this I is see. muddy water that's still blue in color you're saying that's so you know how the three maracas yes. were there's three of them but they, oh. they didn't actually have any maracas Yes. Same idea. The guy's just called Muddy Waters because he uh, blues. Well, why some would he call would, himself that? Because some people would call uh, blues a little muddy. Because uh, he doesn't follow the perfect. Have you ever heard of classical music? Oh, yes, of course. Everyone's heard of yeah. classical music. Yes, everyone knows classical. So let's say classical was clean. Blues would be mm-hmm. more dirty. Yes, hence the muddy. Yes, and then the water is is the music itself. So, so it's wet. So muddy water. So it is just like muddy music. This sounds dirty. Dirty music. Terrible. <laughs> well, I I could sing some for you if you if you want. I know some of the songs. Do you actually? I haven't heard this since I was home. This was maybe f- three, four years ago. I would have loved to hear some blues. And uh, I'm not going to sing because I'm not going to subject anyone to that torture. But Linda begins singing. It is she torture in character. But that's where we're going to end today's session because we are <laughs> at session time. Could I spend a luck to narratively declare that you do sing? Uh, no, there's no oh. amount of luck you can spend to make me sing. Uh, but yeah, that's where we're going to end today's session. What'd you guys think? That was a lot of fun. 
Loved it. Yeah. I loved how quickly soccer devolved into what soccer always does devolve into, which is a battle on the pitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think I still need to make some tweaks to it, but overall, I think I'm on the right track. So maybe I'll so, revisit it at, at one point. Out of curiosity, um, mm-hmm. someone might know this in chat. I'm pretty sure there is a Final Fantasy game that has a soccer built into it. You're not thinking of Blitzball, are you? Blitzball? I, I think I am thinking of Blitzball. Maybe you could find a way to turn that to work into a... Maybe turn that less into a three-dimensional playing field and get that in a 2D setting. I'll have to go back and watch. Yeah, Chad is saying Blitzball. So yeah. I'll see what I, I can that's, do. I think that's technically turn-based, so that you might be able to find some inspiration. Uh, it, it's not turn-based. It's not? Mm-hmm. You, you move around freely, I, and then when two people meet... And they have their stats, and one person like does a tackle, and one person doesn't, and then it determines where the ball goes, and then they like swim around again. Yeah, because I only remember this game from when my friends were playing it, and I was sitting there watching because they had the cool consoles, and I was just the friend that was invited over. <laughs> right. And they would make you sit there and watch them play their cool consoles because you don't have them. Mm. These don't sound like very good well. friends. <laughs> no, right. they were they were actually pretty cool friends, and honestly. Final. I started enjoying Final Fantasy later in my life. So when I was Final Fantasy, I was like, "Yeah, I'll watch you play. I like watching fantasy stuff." But I didn't have too much fun playing it myself when I was young. Shout out to sexy guitarist friends. Yeah. There yeah. You. Yeah. 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 Friends. All right. Well, Twitch. I'm still standing by that. Yeah. Twitch, stick around because we're gonna raid somebody. But YouTube, we'll see you later. Bye, YouTube.